Yes, people. So we are in day seven. That's right, people. Day seven of the Flair Festival. And today, just one film. But people, god damn it, it's a film that will hit you in all the films. Trust me, it is great. So, people, enjoy. Let's go. Okay, people, so big news for the BFI Flair London LGBTIQ Plus Film Festival, right? So, um, they're doing the screen talks. Yes, they are doing the screens talk series for this festival. And um, film and television actor Russell Tovey will be part of it. Yeah, and as part of BFI Flair's The Maker series, conversations with award-winning filmmaker, journalist, and author David France, you know, and writer-producer Jay Garano Acaporta, you know, some all of the special events will be available for free for audience to access wherever in the world you are, right? And you can do it via the BFI YouTube, the Facebook channels, you know, it is all there for you, right? So, um, yeah, this 12-day event, which brings the best new LGBTIQ plus cinema from around the world via BFI Player to UK-wide audiences, will also feature discussions with the directors and BFI Flair, BFI Flair programmers for the films Well-Rounded and Rebel Dykes. Both screaming at the festival, um, BFI Film Academy will also return with events for young creatives and the BFI Flair community can indulge in their love of trivia and the music as the popular Big Gay Film Quiz is back. And the BFI Flair FM will keep everyone moving to the beats of their favourite BFI Flair dance party DJs over on the BFI Spotify page. <laughs> so, um, yeah, tickets for the features can be purchased via the BFI Flair website. Right, so um, there is a lot people there is a lot to talk about so with the screen talks russell tovey will be um he's will be up on friday the 26th of march at 7 p.m right um now with the makers you have um the joy 
Guerrero Acaporta. That will be taking place on Tuesday, the 23rd of March at 6pm. David France will be Wednesday the 24th at 6pm. And um, then we have some events, right? So there's the well-rounded A Conversation. So that... That will be happening on Saturday the 20th of March at 2pm, right? And um, you can hear from uh, assistant programmer Tara Brown, who is joined by Shana Mara um, and Candy Palamata, along with Lydia Okelelu. Right, so um, also you have a Dr. Charlotte Cooper, um, yeah, and uh, Grace Barber Plenty. Right, so um, that should be pretty interesting. Now, on um, the Sunday, the 21st at 2 p.m., there is Rebel Dykes. A conversation, right? So, um, yeah, you will be able to hear from the co-directors Harry Shanahan and Shion Williams, along with Atalanta Kernick, uh, plus the um, programmer Jay Bernard and Tara Brown. So another. Very good, interesting thing to um yeah be down with. So the uh, BFI Academy events. So um, beyond coming of age, right? So that takes place at twelve p.m. on Saturday, the twentieth of March. Right, it's going to be a a Zoom event, which you you know will have to book for via. Even bright, event bright. Uh, the panelists will be Thomas Wilson White, the director of the fantastic The Greenhouse. You also get um, Fanasis uh, Tissipins, who directed Escaping the Fragile Planet. We got Noza Eke, who. Um, who is um, part of the alumni class from 2018 and Matthew Jacobs Morgan who um, is also from the 2018 alumni class right so you have that Um, then later on that same day at 3pm you've got family values right so this will be a conversation with Alexa Bacconi and Michelle Antonides. Again, that's going to be a Zoom conversation, right? So um, I make sure you get your tickets for that, people, right? So um, Bacconi um, directed Colors of Toby, and um, Antonides is the producer of Sweetheart. So yeah, right, so if you're a quiz fan, 
the Big Gay Film Quiz will be taking place on Monday the 22nd of March at 7pm And um, it looks like that will be on the um, Facebook page So a lot, a lot to look forward to people So make sure you mark those dates down and enjoy Okay, people, so now we have all that information out the way, let's get into today's film. And trust me, it's a good one. So, enjoy. I have to say, there are not enough words for Anna Kerrigan. Like, what she has done... With cowboys is is it's just phenomenal, right? Because I think it, it's one of those films that it, it could get messy, right? It, it is dealing with a very hot button topic, very hot button topic, but it doesn't get into all the minutiae, it doesn't get into the politics. All it's doing. Is is showing the human side of shit, right? It, it's it's getting into the love. Yeah, basically getting into the love between parents and childs. Alright, and it does it so well. Right, because everything that takes place, it, it's not out of hatred, right? It, it, it it's just these misunderstandings, these missteps, these, you know, because both parents are, they just want the kid to, you know, be safe, right, be treated well, and, yeah, the story getting cowboys, it, it really, really delivers on so many levels, so, um, yeah, Kerrigan, she wrote and directed it, okay, so she also produces it, along with Gigi Graff, Dylan Sellers, and Chris Parker, the music, and the music is such a great score, is from uh, Gene Back, the wonderful cinematography is John Wakayama Kari, it's edited by um, Chariah Guri and the cast. Well, I mean, we have Steve Zahn who plays Troy, and Gillian Bell is Sally, his his wife. They're separated though. Okay, so we then have Sasha Knight who plays Joe, their child. Right, um, we've got Gary Farmer. He plays Robert Spottle, Spotted Spotted Bird. That's one of Troy's friends. Um, then there's Detective Faith Erickson, played by Ann Dowd. Right, um, Sally's brother Jerry is played by Chris Coy. Uh, he's got a son called AJ. Played by Steve. No, so he's got a son called Stevie, played by AJ Slaw. 
Yeah, that was a bit of a mess, right? Um, They're our kind of main people. Um, I mean, Detective Faith Erickson, her partner is Grover, and he is played by John Reynolds. Right, so, um, yeah, that's the... Yeah, they're the main beats, and the film itself, okay? So, in this folksy corner of America, it's all cowboy boots and apple pie. I mean, I'm definitely down for the apple pie, right? Topics like trans and mental health seem off-limits. Troy is a great dad, but has manic episodes that cause him to be misunderstood and fall foul of the law. At odds with his wife, who tries to suppress their child's growing depression around all things female, he hatches a half-baked plan with his kid to allow him to live freely as a boy. Setting off together one night with the aim of trekking through the rural expanse and over the Canadian border, this epic father-son adventure starts idyllically but soon unravels. With the only decent cop hot on their trail, it becomes a race against time to bring them home safely and rebuild family bridges. Yeah, that that's the that's the thing, people. All right. So, I mean, it's mostly correct, I would say. You know, because and it, it, it's an interesting thing, right? So we start off. Right, we start off seeing these sweeping vista because we're in Montana. So we're just seeing the mountains and the hills, the lakes and everything. Can you just hear, oh, isn't it beautiful? Right. And then, you know, camera suits around and we're with, um, you know, father and son. Right. We're with um, Troy and Joe. So they're standing and they're looking out. You know, Joe's got rucksacks on. You're like, huh, okay. It's a, a camping trip, right? So then we um, cut back. Sally's in bed. She, she, she's, you know, she's up late. She's getting everything ready. And we just have a go. Um, you know, she's calling out to Joe, being like, oh, you know, um, I'm late for work. Blah, blah, blah. Goes in the room and you see the window open. And then she's like panicked and we're like, okay, right. I'm suspecting she doesn't know that she's just, you know, up the road with her dad, obviously. Then you kind of figure, okay, there's more, there's more going on here. All right. So we have, um, yeah, Troy and Joe go to um, his friend's house, right? So, um, Robert Spotted Bird. And, like, at this point, you realise that, oh, it, it wasn't just a, you know, father, father, son, you know what I mean? Out for the morning or anything like that. This has gone in a completely different direction. And, yeah, you're just like, oh, this isn't great. It's not great. Right, and you kind of get the sense that Robert, he he feels that yeah something isn't quite right, but he's trying to help his friend out. 
right? And he probably figures, you know, we'll talk in the morning, right? But obviously, the talk in the morning isn't going to happen because, yeah, they abscond earlier. And as the film goes on, we, you know, we jump back in time, right? So we see how all of this came about, right? We see, you know, Troy and Sally happily married, you know, and everything is fine and it's all good. You know, but we then see Joe, right? And Sally, you know, she, she wants Joe dressed up in dresses and skirts and all of that, right? Which, you know, you understand. And, you know, I don't think Joe has properly voiced her feelings on it all. But one day, she just, you know, turns to Troy and she's like, Dad, this is the situation. And, um, yeah, it's a bit like, oh. Because you can, like, I think you get the sense that Troy is a little bit manic, but, you know, nothing, like, uh, there's a lot of things that aren't voiced out the game, but Troy is very accepting, because you can just see Troy just wants Joe to be happy, right, there is a, a scene where he's just about to get a little lucky with the wifey, and instead, he, uh, you know, he reads a story to Joe. You know, his Joe's just like, oh, can you stay with me until I fall asleep? And you're just like, oh, that's so sweet, right? But on the flip, you can see that Sally's a little bit like, ah, why you keep on filling the kid's head with all of this stuff? You know, so... We see everything building, right? Now, he's happy to treat Joe as a boy. Sally, you know, she just thinks that it's a phase. You know what I mean? And, it, yeah, it, it's just tricky, right? But it's, you know, just how everything is spiraling right everything is just spiraling out of these small little actions and it, it, it's the fascinating nature of the film because we get to see all of it play out in these interesting ways and so where you'll see one scene right some of the scenes we watch it out of sequence so we'll see one scene and everything seems you know, in a certain way, but then you see how it built up to that moment, right, and you understand, right, you, you definitely understand what's going on, and then I think we have other moments where even though there is this fear and this anger, right, Sally isn't truly angry at Troy, She's just, you know what I mean? She's just sad. Just sad. And she wants to make sure that Joe is safe. 
right? This, that is the overarching thing between them both. They want to make sure Joe is safe. And you get the feeling that some of what Sally is feeling is because she wants, you know, she, she knows that there's going to be a lot of teasing, you know. So it's just like she's trying to protect Joe from all of that. So it's this very complex thing that, yeah, I think it's handled in that way where it doesn't get bogged down. Right, we are just getting this pure story. And that's what it is. It's this pure, heartbreakingly sweet story. You know, because even when Sally first reports, you know, this whole situation, you you can see that her frustrations with how Joe is perceived is front and center. You know, so all of this is, you know, I think it's the detective, detective Faith Erickson. She understands, she witnesses, and I think as time goes on, she realizes what's happening, what, what really is at the bottom of everything. And that's reflected in the actions. But because this is, it's a tightrope, right? This this whole story is, is walking on this very nuanced tightrope. And if you play it a certain way, you've got a harsher film. You know, you've got a harsher film. You've got a film that it, it looks, you know, like a certain type of thing that it's not and it means that all these performances they they have to be so on point right because you're showing frustration you're showing love you're showing anger you're showing fear right you're you're showing that protective nature when it comes to a kid and all of that is is evident it's all there right it is all straight up there like Steve um Steve Zahn right he plays you know the father Troy and there is a I I don't think his mental disorder is voiced but he is recognized later on in the film and he's given medication to keep you know level so he's giving us the these performances but he has to play up this thing you know this you know affliction but he it's playing up in a way that doesn't cheapen it, right, that doesn't make it a a mockery, a caricature, and he really does do it so well, right, so well, you know, the, these little manic episodes, sometimes it's just a, you know, a, a pitch in the voice, right, or maybe slightly 
you know, gr more grandiose gestures with his arms and his body, right? It, it's just simple things, like the way he talks, the, you know, the, the way he might stretch out a sentence. It, it's very, very well put together. Very well put together. And, like, when you look at Zan's res resume, it, it's no, you know, he, it, it, it's really just what he does. He's been in so many great films. And he was in Blaze from 2018, which is, you know, it's funny because although these definitely aren't the same type of films... They are very similar in that melancholy, you know, that, that just heartbreaking feel that they both have, right? Now, I'd, I'd say that this Cowboys is a little bit happier than Blaze, but yeah, they are very similar, and um, Zani, he just... Yeah, it gives us this great performance, right? But Gillian Bell, who plays his wife, Sally, you know, the performance she has to give, right? Because there's got to be that, that slight little jealousy of the bond that Troy has with Joe, right? The frustration that Joe, you know, doesn't want to be... And she, yeah, I'm, I'm sure she kind of at first perceives it like her, right? Wearing the dresses with the hair and interested in, you know, shoes and dolls and all of these other things, right? And she wants to mess around in dirt with guns, Ugh, cowboy boots, like, you know, so she's giving us all of this, right? She's got love for Troy. But then frustration for Troy, right? So there's all of these emotions that, man, it, it's all there. And then as the film is playing out, right, there's still the love, right? And, and we see it. We see it in these small little motions. Like there's a, she sees a news report and it's, I think, how they describe the situation, which you can see, it, it frustrates her, really frustrates her, but she understands it's not that, right? It's not that. And she just wants, she just wants her, you know, the family to be safe. She wants Joe to be safe. And it's there in every, every moment of the performance, right? And bloody hell, Sasha Knight. Sasha Knight as Joe. Tremendous. Right? This this little kid. Now, I have no clue how old Sasha Knight is. But, man, Joe in the film is, you know, 10 and 11. Right? So, to give us this performance, right? To make us believe all of these complex feelings, all of this stuff that is, you know, going around in her head, and I think it's just the way she breaks it to Troy, 
you know, just the way she breaks it to Troy. It, it's just, oh my gosh, it's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Right? You're just watching it all and you're just like, oh man. Damn. You know, so yeah, so good. So good. Right? Oh man, every element of this film, it just delivers. Really, really does. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's a funny thing, right? Because, you know, I think I, I saw it and I figured, oh, cowboys. Okay, so it's like this, I don't know, this this nature trip. So it's probably going to be, you know, a lot of talking about stuff and maybe there's a realisation through these conversations and blah, blah, blah. I did not expect it to be the film that it is. I didn't expose expect the roller coaster of emotions that you feel, just that heartbreak. Oh man. And the end. God damn the end. It is as you um yeah keep those Kleenex close people because ain't the end is such a it's it's nice, right? It, it, it's it's a very nice way to, I think, just to, to to end this 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 point in the story. Because obviously, their story is just beginning with all of this. But yeah, it, I, I think it doesn't feel false, right? Because kids are. Kids are fucking weird. Hey, kids are so weird. And I think sometimes you you have people treat them like they're adults. You know, with a, a lot of the craziness and you know the manipulation that adults will do. But sometimes it's just all about a cool story, right? And it's just like tell us about the you know, so it's just like, ah, oh, it was a great end. I will say, right, watching this film, I was just, at every frigging moment, I'm anxious, right? Because they're walking around in the frigging, you know, mountains. Like, the, you know, the, the wilderness. And you know, like, bears and mountain lions and all of that kind of stuff, I'm just like, God damn, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? It, it, it's just, um, yeah. <laughs> I've heard too many stories of people getting eaten. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. And so, yeah, the thought of walking where they walked. Oh, man. It, it seems like it'd be so great. But then, yeah, the, the fear of um, just... Turning a corner and, oh dear, there's a bear cub, which would then mean, oh, <laughs> you're getting revenanted, right? <laughs> you're getting revenanted, right? Oh dear, but yeah, no, it looks spectacular. The performances are just phenomenal, right? Cowboys is a film that you will want to see, right? It's... Yeah, it's, it's definitely sad, but, there, you know, there's these mo uplifting moments as well, right? 
and I, I, I think it just really just sums a, a lot of things up, right? Because it's just about, you know, at the end of the day, love, right? That's what it is. And, hey, it's a beautiful thing, people. It's a beautiful thing. So, man, Anna Kerrigan. Yeah, I need to learn how to pronounce things properly. Anna Kerrigan. She's done a fantastic job here. And everyone else involved, yeah, hats off. People, go give cowboys a check. Okay, people, so there we go, right? As I said, look, it's a great film. And people, if you did watch Blaze in 2018, right, you will you'll kind of get a feel of what I'm talking about. And, um, yeah, I think that's when this all started, right? I think that was uh, the first festival that we properly covered. But, um, yeah, people, all the information, you know, follow um, Anna and um, everything else. It's in the um, episode details, so go check that out. Then go check out the BFI um socials you know find out about all the events and everything like that they're putting on and share with your peoples you know what I mean share with your peoples leave a comment on itunes all of it mad helpful people hope you're enjoying the coverage and we will be back tomorrow all right peace